Hello, thank you for downloading this podcast from Teacher. I'm Jo Herb. Welcome to episode three of our Global Education series. My guest this month is Amy DeGray, Director of Technology at the Willows School in California. Its in-house professional development program has at its core a teacher's teaching teacher's delivery model. School leaders say not only is the approach more cost-effective, it's also increased staff engagement and attendance at PD sessions. I sat down for a coffee with Amy to find out more. Amy DeGray, welcome to Teacher. Thank you very much. So first of all, Anne, can you tell listeners a little bit about the school? Sure. I am from the Willows Community School. It is an independent uh, school in Culver City, California. It's Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. in the United States. We have about 450 students in our school, and we go what is the equivalent in Australia from uh, pre-kindergarten through year eight. Okay. And what, what kind of area is it in? I mean, is it quite an it's affluent pretty area? In, it's or? a pretty industrial area. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not rural at all. It's, it's really pretty industrial. We um, really struggle for space, uh, not a lot of outdoor play space, a lot of concrete, and mm-hmm. um, we make a lot of effort to kind of green our environment and create uh, interesting and playful places for yep. our children. And in terms of teaching staff, then, what's... What's the rough numbers of those? Um, that's a great question. We have probably approximately 50 faculty members to about 450 children, um, maybe half of which are full-time. In our pre-K through fifth grade classrooms, which would be year five, uh, we have two teachers to every classroom. And our student-to-teacher ratio is approximately one to 12, so it's about 24 children in a classroom. Okay, so the, um, you've been at EPIC 2015 uh, talking about the work you're doing with Sustainable PD in-house. Uh, what prompted that approach then, first of all? Uh, well, the school's a relatively new school. We, we only have been open since 1994. Oh, and when I began at the school... Uh, in 95, we had a, a burgeoning but young technology program. So it really started out of our need to get our faculty on board using the, the technological tools. You know, the internet, as it was used in a school setting, was relatively new. Mm-hmm. And we needed to find a way to get that going, to really get our teachers on board. So uh, I started something called Cafe Litec, um, was our morning breakfast. And it was just a way for our community of learners to come together. And so I set up this morning session early before school started where teachers could come and it was completely voluntary and we were just working on learning the tools that we needed to use you know learning email learning how to enter data into our database for student admissions or student um, information systems simple things like that building our web pages how did we have class pages so that we could exchange ideas with our parents and the children and provide information to them uh, and so that we could have a, a more dynamic exchange And out of that, we started realizing we needed more and more technology, or we wanted it. And so when the school became a one-to-one school in our uh, year six, seven, and eight, we had one laptop per child, and that added another level of what it was we needed to know how to do um, and how to use the technology appropriately and effectively and meaningfully in our classrooms. And so we started hiring people from the outside to come in and teach our teachers and we found it a little bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the professional development that provided, while it was good quality, cost a lot of money, 
and it wasn't always geared to us. They didn't come in ahead of time and really talk to us about who we were as a school, what was our mission, what's our philosophy. Um, and so a lot of times what they bring in was sort of a packaged, one-size-fits-all professional development model. And it was good, but not great. And we started thinking about how we could make it great. And we utilized our teachers, those that were using the technology, using it well, uh, really building extremely good curriculum, having good student outcomes, having or great student outcomes, and how we could then enlist our own teachers to, to deliver some of that PD to keep people going. So we started out with small cohorts that started from our out external training, mm-hmm. but through those original cohorts of people, we were able to develop new cohorts. And so for each first group, we were able to get five new groups and it expanded in that way. Um, Our school is a progressive school, and we are not obliged to follow all of the same state and federal frameworks. We do tend to, but we're not obligated to. Uh, And that means that we end up developing a whole lot of our own curriculum. Mm -hmm. We try to keep very, you know, we try to keep threads, make sure that there are no gaps in our curriculum, but we get to develop it, which is an amazing opportunity. It keeps our teachers fresh. It keeps them always doing something new. Many, many passion projects come out of what the school and the teachers are doing. And that then ends up leading to another need for PD, um, for that professional development from our teachers. The PD now has evolved well beyond the technology. The technology is ubiquitous. It's absolutely everywhere. That isn't what we need to teach anymore. I now have a school full of technology teachers. Um, What we're now working on is how best to improve our practice. How can we be reflective about that practice? How can we look at, you know, any of the research we're doing or the data that's given out, um, you know, from testing or any of the, the different means of gathering information on our students how do we bring it off further? Mm-hmm. So we've done, um, we've, we've introduced something called learning lunches, which are a completely voluntary sort of PD. Uh, teachers come at lunchtime, we feed them, and they come and they sit around sort of seminar style and exchange ideas. We generally share a paper or a TED Talk online or other videos um, from great educators around the world. You know, we can't afford to bring them in always to come and speak to us or to handle the PD, but we're able to bring that in via technology and then analyze, synthesize, think about ways that this applies to what we do in our classrooms. And then we have a follow-up learning lunch the following week where the teachers then take the ideas delivered week one, make some kind of plan, deliver, implement, or try, or observe, depending on what it is we're doing, um, and then bring it back in week two, and then continue that seminar Mm -hmm. discussion. Mm -hmm. Out of those, and then another form of PD that we have, we call it Willows Academy, um, which are all-day sessions that we have where teachers come, and that's much more skill-based, very hands-on, very skill-based, anything new that we need to teach. If we've bought new software or new hardware, uh, we've been doing a lot of work in the last few years with 3D printing and prototyping in general, so Willows Academy might be days where you come and you fabricate and make and and are learning in that way and then think about how you can apply that in your classroom teaching, building lesson plans, building curriculum, um, and and just working more deeply. So between the two, uh, Learning Lunches and Willows Academy, 
learning lunches being voluntary, short, maybe an hour long, and Willow's Academy all day long, very intense, hands-on. Those tend to bring out ideas for bigger learning, yeah. and that's where we end up going deeper. So then we have these learning cadres that kind of evolve out of these. Um, we did a Willows Academy. We were learning about programming, uh, computer programming, and we had teachers from our language arts and history and science and math all wanting to become better programmers and to be able to integrate that into their classroom. So now we have a learning cadre, also voluntary, only people of interest who have that as a passion. And they're working now to develop curriculum and to learn themselves and then model that for their students and bring it into their students. And I think that modeling piece is probably one of the parts that I'm most proud of mm-hmm. with this program because our students see us as learners. They see us learning during the school day. They come by you know, a classroom where it's a classroom of teachers and they see their teachers engaged in the same work that we ask them to do. Uh, I think teachers sometimes lose sight of the fact that we ask children to work out of their comfort zone all the time, and it's really great that they see we're willing to do it too, that we put ourselves in the same position, same place. So essentially then, teachers teaching teachers, uh, it sounds like it's had a great impact at your school. Um, thanks a lot for sharing your work with teacher. Thank you so much, it was a pleasure to be here, thanks. For more information about this podcast, and to access other articles and videos, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.